Welcome to CrossFit Versus Pregnancy, the podcast for the first time or new fit mum who's looking for reassurance and guidance about training throughout their pregnancy. I'm Misha, a coach who went from competitive bodybuilder to crossfitter to expecting first time mum all in 18 months. Having searched through what feels like the entire web for do's and don'ts, I realised that the best way I could prepare for a CrossFit baby would be to speak to those with first-hand experience and share mine week by week. From coaches to athletes, new mums to veteran parents, you can follow my CrossFit pregnancy journey as well as learn from those who have successfully lived through it. Hi everyone, this is Misha. Um, I have to admit that we did start recording this um, a moment ago and I didn't hit record. So take two everybody. Thank you and welcome back. This is episode 17. I am joined by another awesome guest today and I'm really looking forward to learning more about her personal experience of training throughout her pregnancy and beyond. So let me tell you a little bit about our guest. She is the founder of Mamas and Bubbers Athletic, a pre and postnatal exercise specialist, CrossFit coach and athlete, and most importantly, mama of two. Female athleticism has always fascinated her and always had her interest, but it's shortly after becoming a mum herself and noticing the lack of information and guidance available that she decided it was time for her to try and change that. She wanted to be the support she herself needed at the time and to give women enough knowledge to help them make the best choices for their body. She now takes great pride in helping women navigate through pregnancy training, postpartum recovery, and beyond. So, welcome, Laurie Upton. Thank you so much for your patience and for joining me. (laughs) It's okay. Thank you so much for having me, Misha. (laughs) Oh, God, we're going to have some real... um, repetitive thoughts Deja vu. yeah that's the word <laughs> Deja vu. I'm so sorry I'm definitely blaming okay. baby brain <laughs> that's absolutely fine absolutely fine and you can but it's uh, it's really really lovely to have you and um like I said so many of the coaches and guests that join me have so much passion and understanding around pre and postnatal training Um, and exercise and they have this passion but they don't often get to share their own story about Mm. their own personal whether it be an amazing experience or not so amazing so I'm really looking forward to understanding a little bit more about that so let's jump straight in Laurie um so tell everybody a little bit about your background how long you've been doing CrossFit and before you had children what was training what did it look like for you Okay, so um, I found CrossFit much, unfortunately, much later on in life. I really, really wish that I had um, found it earlier just because as soon as I found it, I just knew this was my thing. I knew this was where I belonged. Um, And it's just a bit of a shame that, you know, I just didn't find it any earlier. Like now, when I go to the gym and all the athletes are like 10, 15 years younger than me, I'm like, oh, gosh, I wish I was your age when I was when, you know, when I started doing CrossFit, I'd be such a better, much, much better athlete. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, for me, um, I was basically just a regular gym goer for a very long time with absolutely no goal other than, oh, I want to eat, so I better just start moving. Nice. Um, and I just, I, I, I was quite consistent. I'm, I'm going to give myself the credit. I was consistent, but I was doing stuff that I didn't enjoy and I was dragging myself to the gym uh, most days. Um I was doing classes like body pump and things like that but just absolutely hated it um and it was always um with the only aim my only aim was always to lose weight I always I was quite self-conscious uh growing up in my teenage years and and uh and it's followed me through adulthood as, as well so um it's been yeah a bit of a journey and then finally I found CrossFit and I'm, I don't know I'm, I was I can't even remember about now I would say eight years ago um but I was obviously, you know, I was about 30 when I found CrossFit. So that was, you know, um, old. <laughs> I mean, athletes now retire. Oh, hold 30, on a minute. So, Don't you know. say 30s old. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, compared to everyone else in the gym, I'm just like, oh, I feel sure, like a dinosaur. I understand. But anyway, I feel okay. exactly <laughs> yeah. the same in my, in my CrossFit gym. I'm 35. I'm older than both of the coaches that run it. I feel like an yeah, yeah an absolute. Um, <laughs> I just feel ancient. Yeah, so yeah. That's that's. I, know, I get you. I know. 
Um, so yeah, so then eventually I did find CrossFit. Absolutely loved it from the get-go. Um, and surprisingly, as soon as I found CrossFit, I, was, I actually started getting the results that I wanted in terms of like, you know, looking good naked. Nice. <laughs> so I started um, feeling a lot better with myself. You know, I mean, CrossFit does this to you, doesn't it? Not only does it bring you the results, like the physical results, but also it just makes you happy. Like it does me yeah. anyway. Yeah, um, So I became completely addicted, a very like a proper CrossFit kino. Um, and, um, and yeah, then I was training um, about six days a week sometimes twice a week twice a day sorry um so yeah and I was like paying attention to my nutrition I was taking things very seriously and I was there was no space for anything else in my life um right. I'm just talking about men <laughs> um, sure. I was working I was going to the gym and that was me and that leave me alone um so yeah so it was basically my main focus like the gym was like everything to me mm-hmm. um so I was training a lot um and then I met my husband and he wasn't a crossfitter which was a problem so I turned him into one (laughs) and then uh, it had to happen it just had to happen um and you know he's grateful he's very good now as well so um but yeah so uh so then that's it and then shortly after um I got pregnant with my first and I'm not gonna lie Misha like at the time um so it would have been about four years ago now um there was nothing like not even you know I mean your podcast is beautiful in terms of like you know like you said sharing people's experience and yeah and there was just nothing out there um social media maybe a little bit but it wasn't as big as it is today um there wasn't much there was no one out there that I could sort of like relate to or uh look at from afar and just be like oh yeah if she's doing this then I can do that there was literally nobody so I felt I was the only pregnant woman in the gym um and I just felt like an absolute soldier I was like wait I'm doing this I'm not gonna stop moving you know I don't know what I'm doing but I'm just gonna do it (laughs) I didn't know that trying exercising was good for your baby I didn't know that you had to like lower the intensity and adapt mm-hmm. some movements but if I'm completely honest I didn't know what movements to adapt and when from um I didn't know what to replace them with I didn't know what you know what I had, I had no idea what to do so I just um carried on going to uh, CrossFit classes um and just uh, adapting each uh, workout and towards the end I'm sure you know um there's less the list of things that you can do shrinks massively yeah, the bigger you get <laughs> So it became a thing where I was literally just doing box step ups mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was literally all I could do. Um, so I was lucky enough to not have any aches or pains, uh, nothing major anyway, nothing that stopped me moving. Um, but then, yeah, then, then you know, that, that whole like, oh, my God, I'm so heavy. Getting out of bed is difficult. And, mm-hmm. you know, why am I dragging myself to the gym right now? I just want to lie down. <laughs> So that became more and more prominent, like, the bigger I got. Um, But, yeah, um, I had no idea what I was doing. I was completely winging it. And uh, and it it sort of worked. um, But then, you know, with everything that I know now, I just, I would want to give myself a slap in the face for doing what I did. It's amazing. The fact that you did it anyway is so admirable because even today in the society that we have with this growing wave of knowledge and inspiration around training in pregnancy, there are still women out there who go from where you were, you know, totally, um, totally influenced by their sport training twice a day it was mm. it was their world to going oh I can't do this anymore like freaking out so yeah. in those times yeah. I'm sure you were well I have no doubt you were really sort of leading um and inspiring because many women would have just thought no I shouldn't do this or I can't do this or yeah. it feels really yeah. weird so that's amazing so very very quickly how old are your how old are your children now so my son is nearly three and a half and my daughter is uh, 19 months. Oh, amazing. So you are living yeah. a life with two toddlers. How does that, how's that day to day? Oh, don't ask. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably best not to talk about this, Misha. <laughs> no, I need, I need all the fear that I can get so I prepare myself. <laughs> no, do you know, they're beautiful little humans I and they're the best thing they are definitely quite a handful um and they drive me like insane but I'm so grateful I feel like I have the best sort of like life at the minute just because I have this combination of 
I can work part-time I can work whenever it it suits me and my family um so I do have time to um be me again um you can so easily lose yourself in motherhood like so easily just become a mum, and then that's everything that you do you breathe you everything you sleep motherhood um and I have friends who do this and I am actually in oh when I look at them I'm just like how do you do it? How do you yeah. do this all the time? I am so excited to go to work when, yeah. you know, for example, on the Friday, I've I've got both of them all day until I go to work and coach in the evening. Um, so as soon as my husband's done with work, I'm like, see ya, I'm out of here. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it, it's so important to have this work family balance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I have honestly the best balance when it comes to that, because we do oh, spend time as a family yeah. together. I have a bit of time with just them on my own, which is also very precious um and then um you know just when they start you know driving me absolutely insane it's time for me to go to work so it's perfect (laughs) that sounds perfect and you're and you're so right as much as I admire women who their entire life is their family I was actually talking about this with a friend yesterday and about you know my hopes for when I have a baby how just kind Mm. of like a good relationship I don't want to adapt for them I want it to fit in with my life I appreciate having a baby is, you know, your world turns upside down, your life will never be the same, all of these wonderful things that people tell me all the time. Mm. But there is a need for you to continue to establish who you are as a person and not lose Mm. that. And I think that's so important for your kids to see that as well. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Like, I mean, yeah, they, they, they love it. I feel for them, if I ever do a workout at home in front of them, yeah. for them, it's literally the ultimate like baby sensory. They look at you, they're like, oh my God, what is she doing? She's throwing herself on the floor. <laughs> Why is that? I must be fun. I'll do that too. You know, and oh, it's just like, so yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they, they do, they do love it. It's, it, you know, um, and when, whenever we say uh, with my husband, like, oh, we'll go to the gym. I'm lucky enough to obviously coach in the gym and I have obviously the keys and I can get in anytime. So we turn on the Sunday to go before classes start so when yeah. the gym is empty because we couldn't possibly have two toddlers in the gym when there's people around sure. not, not possible <laughs> but we do that um, before, the, before the gym actually opens and we take them there and they love it they just run around and they just look at us and yeah I think it, I, I tend to think to myself well we are obviously doing that for us um, but I feel like it's definitely a good um, a good thing for oh, them yeah. to see and be a part of definitely yeah, it's, so, I, I, and that's something that I felt really inspired by watching other mums on their journeys with with babies and toddlers is is encouraging them to be around what what you love something that is super healthy and the social situation of it as well I think it's amazing and, mm. and I and I applaud you for doing that because I think again lots Thank of women you. would be fearful of doing that for the for, for whatever reason so I think that's awesome yeah so let's go back to when you were very first for the first time pregnant and how yeah. you felt about training because obviously you've said you've gone from this complete the gym is your world CrossFit is your world um to becoming pregnant and so how did you feel about continuing to train when you found out you were pregnant rather than just sort of thinking oh you know I just got on with it how did it make you feel to think oh I'm pregnant what do I do yeah, I mean, it, it was basically that. It was exactly that. What do I do? I just, I, I didn't have a clue. Um, so I just carried on moving. Um, like I said to you earlier, like I definitely didn't do everything right um, and did a lot of a lot of things wrong. If You know, like I said, if I look back up, I'm like, oh my God, I, I literally get a rash just looking at what I did. Um, but again, you know, just because there was nothing there, you know, for the, yeah, yeah. you know, the guide, the, the, guide, the guidelines are just like for... I mean, it's going to sound awful, but for the average population, absolutely not no, for not somebody awful. who trains all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I was just like, well, I'm not really average. Like, I like to think that I just do a little bit more than the average person. So, um, it's, it doesn't really apply to me. And um, now I feel like I feel like there's a lot more available, and I'm so glad that there's a lot of information available now for other athletes going through it. There's a lot. I mean, CrossFit is also getting a bit older. It's a it was a new sport. It was something that people didn't do before. Um, so now it's looking a little bit better because even like you know um, games athletes are now going through pregnancy and they are like inspiring. Um, they also make you want to just you know hit yourself <laughs> hit the wall with your head like oh my god how did you do that how do they do well, that yeah completely <laughs> I know it's actually insane um but yeah but I mean um hopefully that you have all the guidance that they need to do things properly mm-hmm. um but with me it was just really hard to um 
you know, the hardest thing was to talk, sort of like change the intensity because I was still taking part in classes. Yeah. Classes used to like really drive me. Like I, I, as soon as I started working out, I'd just go, go, go and get in the red zone. Um, and I'd be like, oh, no, I can't do this. I forgot. Yeah. Um, especially at the start when you don't look right. pregnant, you don't feel pregnant. You're just t- taking the pregnancy test. <laughs> yeah. So uh, why, why should I just stop doing what I've been doing yeah. for so many years? Like, it's mm-hmm. weird. Um, but, yeah, that at least, you know. And then I think when um, the, the bigger I got, the better I got with, like, you know, because obviously you're getting uncomfortable and it's becoming more obvious. You know that there's a little human inside of you and you right. want to protect them so um but I tell you one thing that I don't know if you've ever heard anyone tell you this is um on the other side you know when you like train you're pregnant you're so you're training you're training you're you're adapting you obviously yeah. uh, reduce the intensity for quite a few months on the other side when you're not pregnant anymore actually pushing yourself through that red zone is also really hard <laughs> because you get used yeah. to basically being quite lazy in, yeah. a, in a sense it's yeah. not being lazy obviously but you're having to slow it right down and then once you've had your baby oh hang on now I can push again oh gosh I don't want to go that hurts you know like, yeah I remember that um yeah actually pushing through my first workout after I had a baby which was obviously weeks and weeks and weeks after um I remember thinking, oh, I have not missed this. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah, I mean, it goes me, both ways. I'm also um, watching a lot of my my fellow gym goers that, you know, have always been my sort of rivals in those classes and that kind of thing. And, and watching them work out now, I'm like, I don't miss that. Why did I do that to myself? Like, they are <laughs> dying. So, yeah, I, I can understand yeah. that going back to it is going to be really tough. I'm not. I'm not alluding myself to any kind of like false reality on that one. I completely appreciate yeah. it. But, but I've got one. But it's go, also yeah. going to feel amazing in a yeah. way. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. going back to that time, did you seek any advice or help or, you know, because I know you've said that uh, social media was perhaps a small nugget of information for you. Um, but yeah. at the time, it wasn't really, but certainly in the CrossFit realm. You know, there weren't really coaches talking about these things. Coaches probably didn't have any kind of um, pre and postnatal exercise um, certification or anything like that. So did you manage to speak to anyone with any experience? No, I did not. And if I'm honest, I just didn't know who to reach out to. Sure. Um, I don't know. Who can help me out? Because, you know, um, I didn't have anyone available to me um, that was pre and postpartum qualified. Um, also, this pre and postpartum qualification is now also now I know it um, is very basic. It doesn't yes. apply to CrossFit. It nope. just it, you know. So when I mean, it's going again. It's going to sound awful. And I apologise, but somebody who is pre and postnatal qualified still hasn't got enough knowledge to be able to lead CrossFitter no, through pregnancy. I completely agree. Yeah. So, um, so, but then that I didn't know at the time. So to be honest, I could have reached out to somebody who had their pre and postnatal qualification and asked for their help. They probably would have been able to tell me that, oh, you know, maybe by now, by now you should swap this movement for this. Um, but yeah, there wasn't anyone available. And, and if I'm honest, I was like, well, you know, I'm good. I, I'm just going to keep going. I think I'm doing everything right. Um, but yeah, towards the end, like, um, well, with my son, with my first, I had a, um, a lot of like reduced movements. Um, so I ended up going to, you know, I mean, the midwives are very quite hot on that, aren't they? Like, oh, any, you know, change in movement or reduced movement, just make sure you come in. So towards the end, I was genuinely in like every week. <laughs> and every week I'd go in, they'd check the baby and they're like, oh yeah, he's absolutely fine. No problem, whatever. Um, but it made me think, oh, am I doing this? Is this my fault? Is, uh, right. you know, I've, yeah. is it because of me that he's, he's stopped moving? Am I making him tired? <laughs> I mean, you don't know, do you? Like, I was just asking myself like, all these things. Um, and, but yeah, no one was able to answer any of these questions. And then when I did talk to my midwives um, about it, you know, like I said, they would refer to me as like a, a regular gym goer. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're yeah. absolutely fine. And they'd be like, oh, don't lift too much weight. But other than that, you'll be fine. You know? Yeah. Um, and I just could tell, you know, based on what they were telling me that, I, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't something that I could relate to. What, whatever she was saying didn't apply to me mm-hmm. so I, I didn't really listen um to anything that they told yeah. me they didn't tell me anything that was uh, of any value to me mm-hmm. so yeah, there was literally nobody I went through it on my own and I remember actually um one person who had gone through pregnancy before me in our gym 
her name was Nisha, actually, if she's listening. Oh, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, so, um, and I remember going through that second, my, my first pregnancy and towards the end, I had images of her because I'd seen her like on the bike and, you know, and I was like, well, if, if Nisha could do it, I can do it. Mm, um, you know, yeah, and, nice. and she was genuinely the only person I, I had seen pregnant during CrossFit. The only person that I'd, you know, um, mm. noticed, um, or that I knew had gone through it. Mm. Nobody else. And like I said, I don't even remember social media at the time. I don't know whether I was not on it. I don't know. What was social media like four years ago? I'm not sure. Well, it definitely I'm wasn't sure. like what it is now. Um, but it's even not. still, yeah. I think the, the it's changed. It's just transformed over the years as well, hasn't it? You know, perhaps four years it ago, has, I think yeah. back most of it in relation to fitness and training was kind of just more showing off rather than it being educational. I was going to um, say, yeah, selfies. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised. I mean, having you know, we're, t- we're in 2022 now. That your experience was four years ago. And as someone who is really passionate, a bit of a geek when it comes to research and and understanding and educating myself, it's still been difficult for me four years later to really dig deep Mm. and find, you know, the facts. I want to know studies. I want to see truth. I don't just want to know opinion. Um, So even still, you know, four years later, it's still not easy for someone to understand exactly, okay, can I do this? Should I do it? And if I can do it, yeah. where are the limitations within that? So, um, you know, it's a grow. Um, th- thankfully, it's it's a growing thing. But I completely, I can completely understand and see how four years ago it was impossible, especially in the CrossFit realm. Because, like you say, I've only been involved in CrossFit for a, for a few years, so I'm sure there are other women before that. But actually, you know, being on the podium, you know, being that um, level, um, and show sort of show um, showing the world about their pregnancy and their training um no it's not really been a thing at all so it doesn't surprise me so thinking back to that first time when you were pregnant and you were saying like didn't really have a clue where do you remember any sort of standout movements that you felt you got to a point where you were like this it whether it was just that I don't know if I should do this anymore or this feels weird was there anything in particular relating to CrossFit that you could think of yeah, so, so like the main ones, um, I mean, it, again, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Toast to bar, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like jumping on the bar once. Again, I was early, you know, early pregnant. I wasn't yeah. showing or anything, mm-hmm. but it already felt very but odd. I was just like, right, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, which I know is, I mean, everyone's different, but for me, it was handstand push-ups. I couldn't do them. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. felt so odd. Um, I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fancy being upside down. Um, and I know a lot of people still do and feel nothing and you can do hands and pushups, but yeah, for me, I was just like, no, it just felt really weird in my tummy. So I'm not going to do that. And I stopped that very early. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I went through the whole thing of, you know, listen to your body because this is what, if, if I had heard anything, it was that listen to your body. Yeah. Looking back now, I know that it's, it's a very silly advice to give a crossfitter. Um, because we don't listen to our body. That's the whole point of life in CrossFit, is you don't listen to the pain. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, you you push through the pain, you push through discomfort. So we are trained like that. So suddenly listening to our body is is a difficult, difficult task. So I understand why people say that, but I still don't let it, you know. So what I want to say is just because you can do something, just because that thing, that something feels good, doesn't mean you should do it. Absolutely. There's a lot of things in yeah. pregnancy that you still shouldn't do despite the fact that it feels okay. So listening mm-hmm. to your body isn't applicable to everything. Yeah, um, I agree. But again, what did I know? <laughs> Nothing. So yeah, no, I went through yes. it anyway and I listened, but yeah. But you did listen and that's what's amazing. And I think you're so right. I really related to what you were saying um, a little uh, a little while ago about when you're first pregnant, you're not showing, you get into a class, mm-hmm. you just go, your, your mindset takes over than anything else. And it's only really when you start showing, do you in your own mind think, uh, I shouldn't really probably do this anymore. So, you know, yeah. even then when there wasn't as much guidance um, for you to kind of be able to do that, I think is amazing because that's something that I really struggled with as well. You know, even when I started yeah. to show and things felt a bit weird, 
there was still this niggle in the back of my mind saying, ah, you can still do it. Like, don't worry about it. Just go, you know, your your body's not telling you you can't do it because I was still capable, but it just felt a bit off. So, but it was this battle of like, I know I shouldn't, but oh God, I really want to. Um, so yeah. yeah, I completely get that. But now it's definitely. But yeah, I'm I'm so grateful, and 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 so many other athletes and coaches in the realm of CrossFit have said the same thing about. Um, yeah, it's a really bad advice to give someone who spends their entire world mm. pushing themselves past any limits to say just beyond. Listen. Yeah, yeah, just listen. No, to we don't do that. We don't no, do listen. We don't. Yeah, that's what we avoid doing. So, okay, yeah. so. We'll come to the end of your first pregnancy now. So you said that you um, got when you, you you mentioned briefly about when you got back to training. So when can you remember yeah. when your final session was when you were pregnant and then skipping into postpartum? Um, how did that oh, yeah. look for you? How did you know what was your kind of rehabilitation like? Did you did you seek any advice about that? So, yeah, let's start with. Your final session, how many weeks were you when you had your final session in pregnancy? So I think I was, um, with my son, I was 40 weeks. Uh, wow. 40 and plus something, yeah. Um, and I remember it, oh, we took a picture, obviously I had to take a selfie. <laughs> you know? Of course. Um, I was there with my husband. I was like, this is our last picture of us being pregnant. And I was humongous. I mean, honestly, I was so big. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, we remember this um, and all my step-ups that I did at the time. Um, and then and then I remember, so basically me and my husband used to go to the gym at six o'clock in the morning, every morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so the good thing about a newborn um, and that only applies to newborn, um, is they, they sleep all the time. Yeah. And uh, you can just take them wherever, whenever, you know, they, they just go around with your life. So obviously the first few months of their life, you can basically carry on what you were doing. Yeah. So with us, the gym that we go to is quite far. Um, so we'd have to leave at like a quarter past five to be there for six o'clock. Wow, yeah. So we'd we'd wake up every morning and like we'd take our son to the gym. We'd put put him like in the in his uh, little pram thing, and then he'd carry on sleeping while we were training. He loved the music because wow. obviously you know like he he'd been used to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we carry on doing that uh, for a long time, but then lockdown happened. So obviously, um, oh, yeah. we had to stop doing that. Yeah, I knew at that time. <laughs> um. So, so yeah, that's the, uh, so I don't really remember when I, we, we, well, I can't remember because it didn't happen, but we never had a point where we were like, right, we need to stop doing this now because it's not suiting him anymore. Um, obviously we didn't have to go through this because gyms had to close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, with a newborn, the first few weeks of their lives, they just, you can just do whatever. So we'd literally wake him up in the morning at like five o'clock or whatever, just give him a bottle and then pop him um, in the car. He'd sleep all the way to the gym. He'd sleep in the gym. He'd sleep all the way back. <laughs> and then that's it. Um, yeah, awesome. But so that, that suited us really well. But um, with regards to training, well, I, I just couldn't wait to get back to yeah. uh, training, which I loved. Um, I had a C-section, so I I was like, right, I, I know I know that you know they said C-section is about twelve weeks uh, recovery, and I didn't wait twelve but twelve weeks. <laughs> I'm just going to be completely transparent. Yeah, yeah, no, um, great. Um, I think I went back after nine weeks, and okay. looking back, I think it's okay. Um, and I still to today tell my clients it's entirely up to you yeah, um, sure. what you do, like when you do go back. Twelve weeks, I feel is a long time um but obviously if you do go back at nine weeks obviously adapt your early postpartum yeah. very early postpartum post massive surgery um so yeah you can go back a little bit earlier than what the guidelines say providing that you do the right things yeah. which i didn't do i went back nine weeks postpartum nine weeks post uh, c-section and just jumped straight back into a class wow oh my goodness that's insane i know <laughs> that is insane um it's it, I, obviously I scaled and I felt so oh and I remember literally crying <laughs> I remember Aww. going back and, and I just thought I can't do this anymore I thought in my head I thought well I'm no longer pregnant you know I don't weigh as much as I did when I was pregnant with a big baby surely I should be able to do a pull-up now what do you mean I can't do a pull-up and I, and I had worked so hard to get straight pull-ups <laughs> so I was yeah, just like hang yeah. on well, this this pregnancy has broken me, uh, you know, because I couldn't do a pull up nine weeks postpartum. I mean, honestly, like I just want to slap myself in the face. <laughs> but um, but yeah, again, I didn't know. I had no 
idea. So I was lucky enough that nothing really went too badly for me. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really, really, really could have. <laughs> so, and I think what's happened there is leading up to my second pregnancy, which was yeah. very quite um, shortly after mm-hmm. giving birth to my son. Um, uh, I think if I had actually done a proper postpartum rehab, um, I probably wouldn't have gone through what I did with my daughter. So I think it was just a build-up of, like, the wrong things. So, so with my daughter... Tell us about that. Um, with my daughter, pregnancy was fine, the um, same. Um, but postpartum, I injured my back very, 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 very badly. Okay. Terrible. Um, and it was all, like, postpartum-related. Uh, so it's obviously not as... Um, you know, when you think about a postpartum injury or postpartum hurdles, you think, oh, you know, pelvic floor, you think diastasis mm-hmm. um but it could be so many more things and this so i didn't have any pelvic floor issues thankfully mm-hmm. um and but i certainly had a very bad um, lower back injury which literally made me um unable to get out of bed unable to oh, pick wow. up my daughter from her car and yeah, it was so. bad unable to unload my dishwasher <laughs> like it was really bad mm-hmm. um but it's because of this experience that i do what i do today Amazing. because i thought you know, I've winged it. I've winged it from start to finish. I went through two pregnancies not knowing anything. But now, and shortly, there, there must have been something I could have done. Right. So I then did my pre and postnatal um, qualification, realised that it was still not enough for me to go and, and tell people what to do because it didn't give me, it, yeah, it didn't give me enough knowledge. Sure. So I just thought, right, I'll just do my own research. I'll just do my own my own thing. I want to be able to help people. And then I started talking to, <clears throat> excuse me, um, to a couple of um, um, pelvic health physiotherapists who have definitely helped me understand a few things. Um, yeah, and then I just took it from there, just just from my own research, from just, um, yeah, a lot. Um, and And then I was like, right, I just wish there was somebody at the time when I was pregnant who had all this knowledge and who would have told me. Yeah. Also, because when I was pregnant with both, I don't know about you, Nisha, but when I was pregnant with both pregnancy, I hated training in pregnancy. I didn't enjoy it. I found it really quite like disheartening. You know, mm-hmm. I can't do this. I can't do that. Well, I still can't do that. Why am I even going? I can't do anything anyway. Um, but little did I know, I could have done a lot of things yeah. towards my now new goals. Mm-hmm. Your new goals, when you are pregnant, your goals should ultimately be your postpartum return. Right now, let's put things in place to get your body ready for when you come back at the gym. It's not so much about what you can do during pregnancy. Obviously, training during pregnancy is very, very good. Um, We all know that for many reasons. It's uh, highly advised. But other than that, other than the obvious of like keeping moving, keeping mobile, right, what what do we want to do? Okay, we want to come back to training after we've had our baby. We want to go back to maybe um, competing or maybe not, but just want to go back to what we used to do yeah. before pregnancy and we want to do that with as many uh, as little hurdles as possible yeah so what can we do right now that we're pregnant what things can we put in place to prepare our body for when we come back and so I, that's when I was like right I need to help pregnant ladies get that because I don't want them to go through what I did mm-hmm. so um it just started like that I was like right I'm going to write a postpartum program I'm going to help people get back to training Amazing. Because no, absolutely not. You cannot go back to CrossFit class six weeks postpartum. You cannot go back to CrossFit class nine weeks post-section. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Yeah. Don't do what I did. Um, so I thought, right, if I if I write this program for for CrossFit athletes, you know, it will be a bit of a guidance. It will bridge the gap between postpartum, like just giving birth and going back to classes. There is a gap here, and we need to bridge it. So this is what I did, and then from writing this, then. Um, I realised, right, it's not enough. I also need to help people through their pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, so then I was like, well, how can I help pregnant women? So initially I was like, right, maybe write a little manual, what to do. But then I realised, hang on, every single pregnancy is um, different. Yeah. You know, what applies to this person certainly won't apply to this one. Everyone struggles with different things. It could be, you know, morning sickness. It could be um, can't get to the gym. It could be low-lying placenta. It could be pelvic girdle pain. It could be God knows what. So if I write something, it's not 
necessarily going to apply to you. It's going to apply to somebody else who isn't suffering from what you're suffering with. Mm-hmm. You know, the chances are you're not suffering from anything. That'd be great. But what I'm saying is, you know, more often than not, at some point in our pregnancies, we struggle with something. Yeah. Um, so I thought, right, if I'm going to help people through pregnancy, I need to um, make it completely bespoke because every woman is different. Every bump is different. Every pregnancy is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing that. And then um, and I find that it is ultimately the perfect way to um, to train, because even in pregnancy, then suddenly, even though you can't go to classes, you will still um you will still like go to the gym you will yeah. still have your own personal sort of like little program mm-hmm. that aims directly towards your goal so it's no longer of just going to the gym so i can just move it's going to the to the gym to you know um start your postpartum journey before the postpartum basically mm-hmm. Yeah, so suddenly when it comes to like dragging yourself to the gym suddenly you've got a goal again because you know when we train well, right I really want to get a bar muscle up or I really want to get fit for this competition right. or whatever sure. suddenly you're pregnant and what is your goal yeah well your goal is to get make yourself fit for postpartum that is what ultimately you want it to be and, and it helps having a goal reminding people that as well I completely agree I think Everything you've just said, I really relate to, um, apart from the fact that I am actually really enjoying training in pregnancy. And that's because <laughs> my personal decision based on my frustration, taking part in classes, going, knowing I'm not going to do things, things being um, giving, giving me alternatives that were so easy, feeling like the classes were pointless. Like I, was, I was committing to a 6.30 a.m. class every single day before work and... Mm-hmm. You know, four out of five classes, I would leave feeling like, what was the point in that? Like, I did nothing. Um, oh, everything yeah. that I yeah, did was exactly. was too easy. But there is so much more that I could be doing, <coughs> still challenging myself. Um, so, yeah. I personally took took the um, I took myself away from the classes and decided classes. to sort of essentially coach myself and create these programs, which I've done for so many other women across the years, incorporating more CrossFit. And the, mm-hmm. the kind of what I was met with by coaches, which I completely understand their mindset too, was, well, this person did it and, you know, this, this woman did it and this woman went through this and this professional went through this. And wow. I'm like, I get that. And I really, really get that. And that's amazing. But that's one, their choice, two, their journey, and three, not mine. Yeah. You know, that's, and that's what no, ultimately absolutely. really drove me to know that that was the right thing. And, and that at that sort of Mm. turning point for me was when I started to really enjoy it there was a period of time probably about 10 weeks from being you know very early stage pregnancy getting frustrated thinking I should probably start to change things to being about 20 weeks thinking like I just feeling so useless in the gym then when I stepped away I started to enjoy it again because I was challenging myself in the ways I know that I could so I completely Mm. get the frustration I was there for you know a big portion of of my first tri- first to second trimester and and um for, for a lot of women I'm sure they're met with that frustration and my advice to you guys is any women that are listening that feel that frustration it's okay to feel frustrated I understand you feel frustrated but seek help from someone that can give you the direction to still challenge yourself in a great way so you're not pushing boundaries yeah you're able to enjoy training and that sounds like exactly what you at Mamas and Bubbers Athletic can offer women and I think it's so important for not just these really driven athletes that clearly their world is revolving around training and and succeeding those are the people that are going to seek advice from people like you because they're so driven and, and passionate the women that perhaps are what you used to be, what I used to be, just a regular gym goer who doesn't really, you know, have any goals or aspirations. They're the ones that need more specific advice because they could keep going, mm. doing the same mundane thing that feels more and more frustrating. They're just going to get to a point where these people are going to go, I can't be asked to do this anymore. It feels like shit. I don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, um, so tell us a little bit more about mamas and babas athletic and you know yeah tell me about your business sounds awesome yeah no thank you (laughs) yeah I mean it is um obviously it's fairly new I've only it's just a year old um 
but yeah, it's um, it's brought me everything that I wanted. Like it's it's you know you know when you don't really know what you're supposed to be doing, and then suddenly it's like, oh my god, this is it. This is what oh, I'm going to do. That's so um, amazing. Yeah, um, and it's just been so you know it's so lovely to to work with women. I mean, I love women. I'm so sorry, but I just love women. We're, I love we how love like women on this podcast too. Don't, I'm always the first good. to be saying we're amazing. <laughs> We are so bloody amazing. And um, I just absolutely love just seeing women in all sort of like um, at any point in their lives, you know, like as a coach and not as a regular coach, you know, you see, um, you know, I remember this particular person who was trying to get pregnant and she came to me and she was like, well, is this, is, is this kind of training hurting me in the way like that I can't have a baby or, you know, so you know, I tried to help her understand that absolutely not, yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely yeah. not. You can still carry on training. You, you know, it won't affect your fertility. Um, but, and then now she's pregnant and she's, we work, we're working together and it's great. Um, but it's just so lovely to work with different women from literally anywhere and being part of their journey. I feel like every time so far I've had a client giving birth, I feel like this was half my baby. <laughs> I'm like so excited. Oh. I'm like, oh my God, he or she's here now. We did this. I'm like, oh, we didn't do that much. But yeah, it feels like it was mine. And it's such, um, it's it's so lovely. It's so lovely to even then see them becoming mothers. And, you know, um, so I speak to them on a monthly basis uh, on a video call. And a lot of the time we don't even talk about training. We just talk about like motherhood and like, oh, and this. And would you recommend that, that we buy this? Or, you know, it's just, uh, and then you just become so friendly with your clients and you just build this relationship, which is really priceless because they feel so vulnerable and they rely on you they rely on you to give them the answers that they need and I'm always so happy to be like no or yes or whatever like do this um so it's I felt very privileged to be in these people's uh lives a lot of the time I get to know they're pregnant before the rest of the world too and that's amazing because I'm like oh my god it's still a secret but I know it (laughs) um so yeah I feel very privileged and um and it's just yeah it's it's very rewarding it's it's the best and then after that I just see them through their postpartum journey um and just help them through that as well so it is a bit of a it's a journey it's, and right. it's almost yeah. unfortunate that it's short-lived um because once they go they go and then just to fly the nest and maybe we'll see you next time in the next pregnancy mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. um but yeah it's it's short-lived so I, I get to build a relationship with people for a short amount of time um but then when I look on you know on their Instagram or whatever I see what they're up to I'm just like yeah we did this like this it's, is great you it's know, such you know. an integral part of any woman's life though if they choose to have a baby exactly. and they can have a baby the journey is something that when, you, when you're new to it is something like you will never experience. I've been on this planet for 35 years and I feel like I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty well lived and pretty well traveled. I'm really happy with my life. I've done some stupid things. I've done some amazing things. <laughs> yeah. Pregnancy has brought yeah. a whole new learning curve that I don't think you can experience unless you live it. And unless you are part yeah. of that, you know, you're, you, you are growing a human. So seeking advice from someone who is not only knowledgeable and educated and has the right um the the right certifications and experience but also is so passionate I think that that is such a huge part of this process because I know for me I mean this again talking say drawing on what you said about women are amazing I personally um wouldn't even if they were a specialist and I call me sexist, you know, this is just my opinion. I personally wouldn't seek help from a man in if, even if they were a specialist (laughs) in like, you know, prenatal, postnatal um, training because they can't relate to me. What do you know? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm not suggesting Mm. that women who can't have children um, won't be good coaches. Same with men. I'm not saying that, but it's about being able to relate to someone and it's something that I've done as a woman all my life I've always worked with as a coach with women because I find I still work with men but being able to relate to someone on another level comes from your gender it comes from you know Mm. the kit that we have essentially and the, the things that we go through hormonally and you know those things you can't you can't you cannot understand unless you've lived it so um being yeah, part absolutely. of someone's journey of pregnancy postpartum even if it is short-lived is a huge I completely agree it's a massive privilege and it's but it's also from a perspective of a first-time mum I would see it as a real 
um, honor as well, you know, to for a woman to say, I trust you to help me through this yeah, like absolutely. really scary, yeah. weird, like crazy time of my life. So yeah. um I I can completely understand why it's why you're so passionate about it. And it's so lovely to hear of women like you who have been through a really confusing time yourself and have decided that actually no other women deserve better um so that in itself yeah. is hugely inspiring and um long may it continue um laurie it's thank awesome. you so much and thank i hope you. it just thank continues you. to grow and get bigger and better for you all right one final question because i've taken up way too much Go of your it. time this morning if you could give women um who are perhaps trying to have a baby thinking about having a baby they're in their first pregnancy Mm. one sort of sentence one sort of nugget of advice about training throughout their journey of pregnancy and postnatally what would you say oh gosh um one advice I would say (laughs) anything you want seek help yeah basically you know find find someone who can take you through it some find someone who can answer your questions find someone who cares about um about your your journey and to make sure because you know gosh again you're not uh, I'm obviously referring to crossfitters you're not an average uh, person you're not the average population um so find somebody who understands that and who is going to work with you towards towards your goal whether that is um getting pregnant or um uh, during pregnancy or postpartum um admit when you don't know something admit it and just mm. go with it and just take all the take all the information and just go with it because later on you will you will definitely be thankful um it's one of those things like you know i see so many people go through myself included go through you know pregnancy and postpartum ah, no problem six months down the line bang injury yeah so yeah, yeah it might it might not be you know it might be straightforward right now, but you don't know what's going to happen in six months' time. It takes a long time to grow a human. It takes a long time to re- to recover from it. Mm. Um, and that, I think, that is the main thing. It takes a while and patience is key, both in pregnancy and postpartum. You've got yeah. to treat your body with grace. You've got to take your, you know, you've got to treat your body like it deserves to be treated. Like, look what it's done. It's insane. I still look at my son and my daughter now and think, I can't believe I made you guys. That's this awesome. is mental yeah like, <laughs> so so yeah so once your body's done this for you whilst you were just doing your workouts you were just going to work your body was busy doing all of this once the body's done just give it time to rest give it yeah. time to re- mm-hmm. rehabilitate um and uh and yeah just treat treat it with so much love and it's hard because your body's changed a lot you look at yourself in the mirror it doesn't look like you anymore and you're just like oh gosh who is this i used to have a lot of that negative self-talk when i was growing up and when I got, after I gave birth, that came back quickly. Looking at yeah. myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to be like this that? for the rest of my days? Yeah. Who is that? And I can't move anymore. I remember the first time I did a, uh, a burpee after the gym. I went to the gym, I threw myself on the ground and I couldn't come back up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, why does this feel like it isn't, it isn't my body? It feels like I've just bought it for someone else. Like, this isn't yeah. me. I used to just bounce off the floor. What's going on? Um so yeah it's accepting that things are different for yeah. a little while after birth as well it are they are different give yourself uh, six months at least to kind yeah. of like get back to some sort of resemblance of what you were before um so patience really is advice. definitely key patience is really difficult yeah. when you're an athlete though isn't it because it, you want everything oh my yesterday God, you want it you know i want that new skill and i want it now and you get really frustrated but yeah. Pregnancy has certainly certainly taught me more patience. Um, I I learned a lot in that time where I was really frustrated and it taught me that, um, you know, this is a journey and it's not going to end when the baby comes and it's not impossible for me to get back to where I was plus and more some, you know, but it's it's really important that you recognise the enormity that your body has gone through and is going through. And yeah. to respect that, I mm. totally agree. That's that's really, really awesome advice. Well, everything that you've spoken about today, I'm sure so many women will relate to or, you know, be inspired by. So thank you so much for your honesty and for sharing your story. Uh-huh. And um, I genuinely really w- wish you all the best with your lovely growing business. 
and um, we'll definitely be in touch Um, I've got no doubt Um, coming coming postpartum for me is something that although I feel fair you know I've done my done my courses I feel pretty knowledgeable about Mm. it doesn't mean that it makes it um, you know, a completely first-time experience of it is going to be new. So I'm yeah, sure absolutely. I'll be out. And also, I think with um, with a lot of time, I've had coaches buy the program, um, mainly because you know when you're postpartum, it's very blurry. It's you know the, you're in your bubble and yep, and you're sleep deprived and whatever. Um, and the post the, the program is kind of like giving them you know an easy way like rather than just go to the gym and trying to figure out what to do sure you don't need go to think. follow the program go home you don't need to think just go through it yeah. and you know that you're doing the right thing um whereas like you know if you do your own program you'd be like oh is this maybe too soon or you know should i be doing this now or you know whatever so yeah. it's actually really good to um even if you know what you're doing to have something to follow because you know we're all the same like it's just it's busy and we don't want to make our life harder than it already is especially yeah, yeah, when you're sure. so yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be looking forward to uh, speaking to you again, Michelle. It was so, so, so lovely. Um, I'm so thankful. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, no, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing. Like I say, this this journey on this podcast for me isn't just about me learning. And um, I mean, selfishly, that's a big part of it. But ultimately, <laughs> just course, like yeah. you, I want to empower other women to feel that they can continue to exercise or they can start exercising in pregnancy I think it's such an important message message and to mm. be able to speak from experience I think is such an important thing we all women listen to other women their experiences are so inspirational 100%. and yeah. reassuring so to have someone like you who has been so honest about your own experience of not knowing what you were doing to being where you are now mm. just shows anybody that they can go through it and and you know essentially come out stronger and and even more um empowered so yeah it's awesome well um if what i will do is i'll put all of laurie's information in the episode notes so if you want to go and check out her program please do and of course as always if you've got any questions for me all the information um is in the episode notes but you can get in touch with me directly at info at mejpt.com all the socials and stuff will be in the notes and I really hope that you've enjoyed this as much as me. So, Laurie, I hope you have an amazing Christmas. And uh, I'll Thank you and you. you. Last Christmas you. before you become a mummy. I know. It's crazy. I'm really looking <laughs> forward to it. Um, and to Take you loads of pictures. Oh, I will. I will. I will. And to you guys oh. listening, thank you again. And um, I will catch you all soon. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>